Masechet Gitin Daf Samech He. We're going to see a few Mishnayot today with short comments of the Gemara on each Mishnah. But first, we're dealing with Shemuel's opinion. He said that a minor, once a minor is of a certain age, can uh, understand the difference between uh, rocks and nuts, can acquire something for himself or herself. However, according to Shemuel, a minor, no matter how old, can never acquire something on behalf of someone else. Right? This is according to Rav Chistah's explanation. A minor does not have that, um, that psychological development to understand that I'm taking this, physically I'm taking it, but as I'm taking it, I'm receiving it on behalf of someone else and it will become their property. A minor can never do that. We already had one challenge against Shemuel, and now we're going to have one more. It's a case of Maaser Sheni that one has to take, besides Maaser Dishon, that goes to the Levi, Maaser Sheni, one has to take in the first and second and fourth and fifth years of the cycle. Um, one takes it and that is supposed to bring it to Jerusalem and eat it in Jerusalem. If, however, you live far away and it's a lot to carry, then you can redeem it for money. If you redeem it, then you have to add one-fifth to the, uh, to the sale, to the, to the going price and bring all that money to Jerusalem and eat it there. However, if you want to get out of the one-fifth uh, surcharge, there is a way to do it. If, uh, for example, you, you could do this with a third party, um, and you know, let's say I, I'll sell the um, produce to someone else, they'll pay me for it, that money then will be uh, Kodesh, and I'll take it to Jerusalem, and uh, that person will have the fruit, and the fruit is redeemed. Um, if I do it as a sale with someone else, I don't have to pay a fifth. Now, this case, while I don't want to sell it to someone else, I want to do it in-house, it's just easier. So the owner, the farmer, can go to his adult son or daughter, or to his Evid or Shivcha, Jew, who are Jews, and he could say, here, take this money, right? Here's, here's $1,000, you take it. Um, now, I want, what I want you to do is I want you to um, buy from me this produce, right? Here's some uh, apples. I want you to buy these apples from me. And so you give me the $1,000. And here's the thing. When you take the apples, I want you to acquire them on my behalf, right? So that in the end, um, I'll have the money and I'll have the produce as well. Um, the produce now will be redeemed. The money will be holy. But since I'm doing it with someone else through a sale, I don't have to pay a fifth. So this is a ha'adama. It's a it's a loophole, um, uh, but ravavia. Uh, so, but this according to this mishnah um, in Maaseh Sheni is permitted to do such a thing, and that way you can eat it without having to add a fifth. Now we have a question. Hai shivcha hechidame. When it says that shivcha ivri. Um, Ivriya, oh, what kind of shivcha uh, are we talking about here? How old is she? Like we said yesterday, if she already has two hairs, uh, so, I mean, she's an adult. So what is she still doing with this semester? She's got to be freed or married by then. Rather, must be she's a minor. So, so she's a minor. Even though she's a minor, we see from this Mishnah that she can acquire this produce on behalf of the master. So you see that a, a minor can acquire something on behalf of someone else. Challenge the Shemuel who said you cannot. So we answer, We're talking about Maased nowadays, 
um, after the Bet HaMikdash is destroyed and Maaser is on, only applies Midrabanan. Because it only applies Midrabanan, therefore the sages can be lenient and say, yeah, while well, usually a minor cannot acquire something on behalf of someone else in a, on a Deoraita level, but on the Rabbanan level, the rabbis can say, okay, really, you don't have to get Maaser at all on the Deoraita level, but it's only the Rabbanan, so therefore the rabbis can say, we'll, uh, 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 we'll uh, accept a minor receiving it on behalf of someone else, and that'll be just fine. Now we ask, Wait a second, but if he's talking about nowadays, the official law of Amar Ibriyah does not apply nowadays. The laws of Evedivri and Shivchayvriyah only apply when the Yovel applies. And nowadays, the Yovel does not apply, right? Until the majority of uh, Jewish people is in Israel, which may actually be true now, or will soon be true if not. Uh, anyway, but uh, during the time of the Talmud, it was not true. So therefore, it can't be talking about Ma'aseh Bizman Hazedis Mishnah, Ela Basish Rather, it's talking about, in fact, in Beta Mikdash times, when the Yovel applied and Amavidia did apply, but even back then, if you had fruit that grew in an unperforated pot, then at Midoraita, you don't have to get Maser, only Midrabanan, you get Maser. So that's the case. It's, it's, it's Maser Midrabanan at a time when there was also the, there was the official law of Shivcha, uh, Ivriya, and because the whole law is only Midrabanan, uh, that's why we, um, the rabbis allowed a minor to receive something on behalf of someone else. But otherwise, if it was Doraita law, the Shemuel is correct. According to Shemuel, you cannot. Okay. Now we're going to have three different ages of development of a minor and what they can do at each stage, both for a boy and for a girl. If a boy can uh, take, uh, take, when you give him a, a rock, he throws it away. But when you give him a nut, he takes it. He can distinguish between something valuable and not valuable. At that point, he can acquire things for himself, but not on behalf of other people. This is the opinion of the majority of the sages. Not Shemuel, who says they can never um, acquire for anybody else. Okay. Now, this, at the same age, whatever that age is, or it's not, a, it's not necessarily even a given age. It's the develop, psychological development of each individual kid. Once a child can do that, then the equivalent age and development of a girl, the, um, they, can, uh, they can be mitkadeshet um, and, and do mi'un. This means if the father... Um, died and there's only a mother and older brother, the mother and older brother can marry off their daughter or your or sister midrabanan, um, it's the rabanan level, and they and that will be a, a marriage and once they um, that girl becomes an adult, it will become a full marriage. However, before she becomes an adult, she has a right of refusal, she can say, sorry, I don't want this guy, and uh, she can leave that marriage even without a get. But now that a type of marriage um, can only be if the not if she's very very young only if she's old enough to distinguish between something valuable and not valuable, then she can be married um, by her mother and she can if she decides she doesn't she's not into it she can refuse. That's the youngest age. Next age, hapaotot mikachan mikach mimkaran mimkar b'metaltelin. They can buy and sell movable property. 
easier to buy and sell movable property than land. Land is a lot more serious. And the same equivalent age, if it's a minor girl and her father married her off, she um, is uh, old enough that she can receive her own get. Um, so that has to be a little older than the previous stage, and that's old enough. The third stage, if they get to the age that they can make a neder, that's one year before bad or bat mitzvah, uh, 11 for a girl, 12 for a boy. They already understand vows, so they, their vows are valid. If they consecrate something, it is consecrated. That uh, would be for a boy and for a girl. And specifically for a girl, she can receive halisa. If she's in, if she, if she becomes a shomeret uh, yavam, she can receive chalisa at that age. Um, good. Now there's not yet another stage, which is the regular bat mitzvah, bat mitzvah, that um, kicks in uh, their responsibility for most things. But there's a stage after that. If you have some uh, uh, someone who inherited their father's land, they cannot sell that land until he is. He cannot sell it until he's twenty years old. Even though he's bar mitzvah, and at that point he can do, you know, he can do things like an adult. But when it comes to land, this requires, um, a, you know, a lot of forethought and understanding to negotiate, and not just go and sell land to buy candy. Um, so you want to make sure that is uh, really acting responsibly and um, can have uh, a certain uh, weight when it comes to negotiating. So therefore, that's not until twenty years old. All right, next Mishnah. You have a minor girl who is married. She was married, let's say, by her father. And uh, she, she is old enough to receive a get herself. Um, if, what if she appoints a messenger? So here's at the last line over here, it already says that a minor cannot appoint a messenger. A minor, although she's old enough that she can receive it herself, she doesn't have enough uh, intelligence to appoint an agent. So if she does appoint an agent and says, go and receive a get for me, doesn't work as her agent. Um, uh, the husband who, who gives it to the agent can say, okay, yeah, take this to her and uh, ch change him from uh, being, well, not an agent at all, to being a shaliach leholacha. Therefore, if the husband changes his mind after he gives the get to the shaliach, he can, um, he can uh, withdraw and run after him and say, you know what, I don't want you to give it because he is a shaliach leholacha, not a shaliach lekabala, because the minor can, cannot make an agent. If, however, the father of that minor girl who is married says to a messenger, go and receive a get for my daughter, that you can do. The father is an adult. He can make a messenger. And in that case, once the husband puts it into the hand of that messenger, it's done. They are divorced. And if the husband wants to change his mind, he cannot change his mind. If a husband appoints a shaliach leholacha and he says, I want you to give the get in New York, I want you to give her a get in New York, 
and instead he gives her the get in New Jersey, it's no good because the husband says, I want it to be given in New York. He didn't want it to be given in, in New Jersey, so he didn't follow the, the instructions. If, however, the, the husband says to the agent, go and give a wife a, a get, she happens to be in New York. And then he gave it to her in New Jersey. That's okay because there it's clear he's just giving he's just giving him directions. Listen, I think he, she's probably in New York. That's usually where she is on uh, Wednesdays. And so uh, you know, go, uh, give it to her, and she is in New York. That then it's fine, right? Because that's just directions. On the other, that's different from the first formula where he says, "Give it to her in New York." That means he he cares and wants it to be given only in New York for whatever reason. Okay, if a wife, uh, if a woman sends a messenger and says, go and receive my get in New York, and instead he goes to New Jersey and receives it there, and the husband happened, whatever, the husband was there, it's no good. Same thing, same as before. She said, I only want, I only want my get to be uh, to, to, to be valid in New York. That's where I want it effectuated, not in New Jersey. And uh, the shaliach didn't follow that instruction. So therefore, he's not a shaliach. It's no good. Maybe El-Azhar, El-Azhar disagrees in this case and says, uh, she said, uh, when the woman says, receive it in uh, New York, and then he goes and receives it in New Jersey, it's still okay. The Gemara will discuss why and explain this because uh, a woman can be divorced against her will. So she's more passive, and therefore she's not really going to care that it has to be in a certain place. She's just uh, saying that that's where he's likely to be, so that's why you should go there. If she tells a messenger, go be a shaliach leholacha and bring me the get from New York, instead the messenger goes and get, picks it up in New Jersey and brings it to her, that's okay. Well, that's because the woman doesn't have the ability to appoint a shaliach leholacha. Um, uh, she's just you know, providing some convenience by uh, sending someone. But it's the husband that will uh, appoint him as a shaliach leholacha, and therefore, whatever the wherever the husband is, and he says, "Here, take it," so that he is a valid shaliach, and the get is valid. Okay, Rabbi Elazar, How come Rabbi Elazar only argues on the in the second case, but not in the first case? How come when the husband says? give it in New York and he gives it in New Jersey is no good, but when she says receive it in New York and received it in New Jersey, it, it, it is valid. And the answer is, Since the man can, uh, um, gives the get, he can only give the get from his own volition, he cannot be forced to. And so if he says, I want it done in this place, so he's insistent and it can only be done in that place, not in the other. Whereas uh, the woman who is the passive recipient here, and she can even be given they get against her will. Uh, therefore, when she says, go get it from this place, it's more likely that we, we assume that she just means um, that is where he happens to be. She's indicating where it is, not that she's saying, I only will allow it to be received in such a place. Next Mishnah, Have a Ligiti, Ochelet Bitsuma Achiagia get Leyada. 
if a woman says, go bring me the uh, get, meaning be a shaliach leholacha, so she is not divorced until the get goes gets into her hands. Therefore, if she is married to a Kohen and she's a Bat Yisrael, she is still married and she can continue eating teruma until the messenger comes back and gives the puts the get in her hand. However, if they if she appoints him as a shaliach le kabbalah, that means that as soon as the get gets into the messenger's hand, she is going to be divorced. So who knows where the husband is? He might be right outside the door. Uh, therefore, as soon uh, she has to stop eating turuma right away, because it could be right when he crosses the street, the husband will be there and give her the give the agent the get, and she will be divorced. It might not might not not be. It might be a, a next day. It might take a long time, but it could be right away. And therefore, she has to stop right away, assuming that perhaps she's already divorced right away. If she says, go and receive, let's say she's in New Jersey, and she says, go and receive the get for me in Manhattan. In that case, uh, you can wait the time that it would take for the messenger to travel from New, from New Jersey to Manhattan, right? So she can continue eating teruma because it's going to take her time to get there, him, the him time to get there, uh, until Ajiyagiya Leotomakom. Now notice it doesn't say until the messenger gets to that place, but rather until the get gets to that place. This suggests that we're talking about a, 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 an extra stage of more complexity. For example, let's say she's in New Jersey, she says, go receive my get in uh, Manhattan. On the way, the messenger happens to see the, um, uh, the uh, um, the husband um, still in New Jersey on the on on the turnpike, and uh, she, and the messenger receives the get, um, and if so, it won't it won't take effect yet because she said I she said only in Manhattan this Tanakama that says it doesn't take effect until it's in the place that she says, so it don't, won't take effect until she until the messenger gets there anyway. Therefore, even if the messenger receives it on the way, still won't take effect till it gets them in hand. That's why until the time it could possibly take, um, even the fastest, to get to Manhattan, that she can still eat tiruma uh, for all of that time. Okay, this will be important in the Gemara that there could be an extra step here that the messenger receives it, and then the messenger takes it to the de 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 designated destination. Now, however, that's all Tanakhama. Rabbi Al-Azad says it's prohibited immediately because this is the same Rabbi Al-Azad as in the previous Mishnah which said that when she says we'll go receive it in New York but received it in New Jersey, it takes effect right away because according to Rabbi Al-Azad, he assumes that since a woman is passive and can receive it against her will, when she says receive it in a certain place, most likely she means um, um, uh, just, a, uh, just giving directions. This is where my husband probably is but she's not really insistent, and therefore, since the get will take effect no matter where the messenger receives it, it could be that the husband is right outside the door, and it will take effect right away, and so he has to, she has to stop eating turuma right away. Okay, good. So now we ask, Vigita, Mia Have, we're asking about this, uh, this third clause, <clears throat> where it says, um, if uh, the woman says, receive my get in Manhattan, she can start eating turuma right away. Um, so you notice that um, sorry, she has, she can continue eating teruma on for another hour until uh, until the time it would take to get to Manhattan. Notice it only the, the question is only when she can eat teruma. Okay, wait to eat teruma. But it sounds like the get is a valid get, 
right? The only question was regarding Teruma. Wait, but this contradicts. The previous Mishnah said it's not a get if a woman says, I want to be received in New York, and instead it's received in New Jersey. It's not a get. Um, at all, right? But here it's assuming it is a get, and the question is just when, uh, when she has to stop eating tiruma. So how can we resolve this? And in this Mishnah here, we're talking about a case where she said, "Receive my get in mata mehasya." That's over here, right? So then um, it has to be it has to go to mata mehasya for it to be effective. But she adds in her formula, listen, sometimes my husband is in Bavel, the city of Bavel, right? And you might find him there. So because she's adding that, so she's adding uh, a new, another possibility. And this is what this formula means. I want you to take the get anywhere you find, anywhere he is, whether it's in Bavel, on the way, um, and you see him there, take the get from him. However, I don't want it to be effective right when you take it. The get should only be effective when you get to Mata So because she said this more complex formula, so this allows for a stop on the way. That's what this Mishnah is talking about, and that's why it will be a get once she gets to that place. So it's for that reason, when she says a complex formula, then and back to New Jersey, she's in New Jersey, she says receive it in New York, and, uh, and uh, the messenger happens to see the husband on the way, takes it, but it will not take effect yet until you get to Manhattan. So it will for sure take effect in that case because he's going to, it's, he's going to go to Manhattan. Um, and, uh, um, uh, but the, it will only, only when the messenger gets there. So therefore the get will take effect, but it will not take effect until you get there. That, that's why you, she can wait an hour and still she can eat, still eat, still eat Tiruma the whole time. Whereas in the previous Mishnah, she didn't say a formula like this. She said only receive my get in Mata right? Don't, don't, don't pass go. Do not collect 200. I only want it to be received in Mata In that case, if she receive, if the messenger receives it in any other place, it's no good because she didn't allow for um, a, a stop along the way. Oh, you know what? Find it wherever you wherever you happen to see him. Good. Now, this Mishnah says, according to Rabbi Al-Azad, she has to stop eating Tiruma immediately. Isn't that obvious? We already know that from the previous Mishnah, where Rabbi Al-Azad is interpreting her words as, um, uh, as just giving directions. He happens to be in this place. But women do not, are not insistent about where the get is received. So we don't really need this, this, uh, Rabbi Al-Azad repeated in this Mishnah. Oh, so no, we do need, we need, do need this repetition of Rabbi Lazar to teach us extra chidush of a case where, let's say they're on the east side of Manhattan and she says, um, uh, and, and uh, let's say they're in, uh, they're somewhere and, and she said they're in uh, Central Park and she says, 
I want you to go on the east side and, and collect it on the east side. And the messenger goes to the west side. So I might have thought, since the husband is not on the west side, he's going in the wrong, in the wrong direction. So there's no way that, she, that uh, she's going to be divorced until he comes back. So therefore, she can continue eating Tiruma the amount of time it would take for the messenger to go to the west side and then come back to the east side. That's what I might have thought. And therefore, uh, the repetition in this Mishnah that Abil Azar says is prohibited immediately teaches us that even in this case, you never know. Maybe while the messenger is on his way to the west side, the husband might happen to be there and uh, will um, and will give the messenger the get immediately. And so even in a case where the, where the messenger is going the wrong way, where the husband is not, it could be on his way to the wrong place, he still might see the husband. And therefore, the get would take effect immediately. So that's why the, she has to stop eating turuma immediately. Now we're going to apply all that to a different case altogether of Eruv um, and with a messenger. Um, someone says to a messenger, go prepare an Eruv for me and I want you to use dates. But then the messenger goes and takes figs. Right? You always have to, you have to set aside a meal for the, for the Eruv. Um, and he uses figs instead. Um, this could be an Eruv Techumin, right? Put an Eruv um, out there, uh, 2,000 Amot on, the, on this side, because I want to walk there. And so instead of using dates, uses figs, or the other way around, the instructions were figs, and he uses dates. There are two different Badaitot. One says, it's fine. So, okay, so what? He switched the, um, uh, a small detail. The point is to make an Eruv, right? Whatever you find dates, figs, just use something. Whereas another Abraita says, no, it's no good. You didn't follow the instructions, so it's no good. Now, how can we reconcile these two opposing Abraitot? One of them is a banan, one of them is a Abraitot. The banan, regarding a get, says, a person does care where it is, and, and talking about the man and the woman, right? He, and he, when, when she says, I want it in this place and not in that place, so that means she doesn't want the get given in, in that place. So since a, per, a person is insistent here too, we should assume a person is insistent. Says, I wanted, uh, I, I want you to follow the instructions exactly. I want the dates and use figs. Therefore, it's not an eruv. Whereas the other Braita is the opinion of Rabbi Elazar that says, Rabbi Elazar says, when a woman says, receive my get in this place, she just means, you know, this is likely where you're going to find them. So it's giving directions. And so here too, when the guy says, make an Eruv with dates, he just meant, for example, you know, use some dates. Get something cheap that I have around the house. He happens to find figs. That's okay too. Rav Yosef says, no, we don't have to uh, uh, limit one of these, but I taught to be a minority opinion. Both of them could be according to Rabbanan, that a person is insistent. But here's the difference. Kan kan haver When it's talking about, uh, when, I, when, when I say, go and make an eruv uh, with my fruit, and I say dates, so then the person goes and he puts, switches it with figs, that a person is not going to care uh, regarding an eruv, right? Even if a person cares in other in other situations, it's all my is my my figs, my dates. So use something else of mine, 
Um, but my point is just to make a an eruv, and that's okay. The other b'raita that says no good, that's where I'm using someone else's produce. So I went to my neighbor who has some uh, some dates, and uh, you know, so, so you mind if I use some dates for an eruv? He says okay, but then my messenger goes and takes his figs, but I didn't have permission to take that guy's figs, right? So I can be non-insistent for my own things, but I cannot be I cannot be non-insistent for someone else's stuff. Right, he only gave me permission for one. I can't use it for the other. So that's how we can explain both. But I taught according to Rabbanan. Amade Abaye, Veela had the Tanya, Homedlish Lucho, Arevli Bemigdal, Verevlo Beshovach, Beshovach, Verevlo Bemigdal, the Tanya I Hada, Eruvo Eru, Betanya Idach, and Eruvo Eruv, Hata Maishelobeshel Habero Ika. Abaye challenges Rav Yosef. He says, Well, if you're going to make a distinction between your own produce and someone else's produce, how will you explain the following two contradictory baraitot? Uh, where one says uh, that a person tells his his uh, messenger, go make an ayruv uh, um, in, in, in a tower. And the other one says, make it in a dovecote. And he does the other, he does the wrong, uh, um, uh, sorry, I said make it in the tower. And he goes, he doesn't put it in the tower, he puts it in a dovecote. Or the other way around, I tell him a dovecote, and he put it in the tower. Well, one Beraita says, it's fine, I just wanted him to make an Eruv, doesn't matter where he made it. And the other one says, it's no good, because he didn't follow the instructions. But here, it's not, it's not, it's not about uh, the, the, the item, it belong, it's not that it belongs to me or belongs to someone else, right? The fruit is the same fruit, or, you know, whatever I'm using, bread. Um, so here you can't answer, give your answer that one belongs to me, one belongs to someone else. So how are you going to explain these two baraitot, right? So according to the previous answer, you could say, one's the opinion of Rabbanan, one's the opinion of Lazar. But Rabbi Yosef, how are you going to explain this? And they'll answer, Here too, there's fruit that's in the tower, and there's fruit that's in the dovecote. So I specifically wanted the fruit in the tower. Um, so according to, in one, in one Baraita, the fruit of the tower and the fruit of the dovecote both belong to me. And therefore, if you picked one instead of the other, so I don't care, I'm not, I'm not insistent if they both belong to me. And the other Braita is talking about a case where the fruit in the dovecote belongs to, uh, uh, the, where the fruits belong to someone else. And I asked someone else, hey, you mind if I use your fruit in the, in the tower? He said, okay. But then my messenger went and used my neighbor's fruit that's in the dovecote. I didn't get permission for that, and that's why it's no good. So that's how we can um, reinterpret this case of the tower and the dovecote to be similar to a case of fruit that belongs to me as opposed to fruit that belongs to other people. Okay, next Mishnah, Haomer Kitvu, get last Mishnah for today. Haomer Kitvu get utnu ishti garshuha, kitvu igeret utnu la, hare elu yichtevu v'yitenu. Someone says, write a get and give it to my wife. That's, that's good language. Or he says, divorce my wife. Or write a letter and give it to my wife. Even though a get just mean, could mean any letter, but it's obvious that it means a get, and therefore, um, whoever the those those um, uh, witnesses should uh, are authorized to go and give a get. Pateruha parnesuha asu la kinimus asu la karaui lo amar kelum. If, however, he said pateruha, notice that it has a dagesh, and the tet is going to come up in a second, um, and or, uh, or or sustain her. 
sustain her. Um, I mean, how could that mean give her a, give her a get? Well, once a woman is divorced, she is sustained from the kituba, so it has something to do with it. A patur means to be to be free, right? So it can have a meaning of that. Um, do her according to the law, or do her at what is appropriate. This is not in a language of instruction of a get, because these are too ambiguous. Paturua could also mean uh, release her from a vow, release her from a debt, right? Panesua, give her some money, uh, do a law, whatever. It could be any law. Do what's proper, proper in, in, in what realm. So uh, this, uh, in this case, the, the, uh, the agents are not, or the witnesses are not authorized to write and give her a get. Okay, but I add some other languages. This is good language, right? Um, that with the dagesh and the lamid. I mean, uh, uh, send her away. That's a good uh, language. Uh, separate from her, banish her. This is all language of divorce. Whereas pateruha, panesuha, asukalimos, asukaroi. This is the same as in the second half of the Mishnah. That's no good. He didn't say anything. That's just ambiguous language. Tanya, another brayta. Rabbi Natan Omer pateruha devarav kayamin. Pitruha lo amar kelum. Rabbi Natan is distinguishing between two forms of this verb. You see, pateruha with a dagesh in Aramaic and in Hebrew means divorce, whereas patar with adadagesh is binyan kal, and that just means to free or to permit, and that is not a language of divorce. So, um, with a dagesh is pil, there, there it means there it means divorce. So it makes a difference. All right, a dagesh makes a big difference. It can make a, all right, we tell all of our young readers to they have to make sure to pronounce the dagesh uh, properly, um, because here it makes a difference between married or divorced. There you go. So the, the question from this baraita is, Rabinatan make making the distinction. The Mishnah did not make any, any this distinction. So how come? Rabbi explains, Rabinatan originally was from Bavel. He's a Tana of the fourth generation, and he's from Bavel. And in Bavel, they learned Dikduk very well, and so he knew that knew the distinction between Pitrua and Patrua. And this was uh, this was known Pitrua and Pateruha. Whereas in our Mishnah, our Mishnah is from Eretz Israel. In Eretz Israel, they were the dialect of uh, of Hebrew. In uh, Eretz Israel, was not so exact, and uh, they didn't distinguish between with a dagesh and without a dagesh. This is true in general that in Eretz Israel they did not pronounce the gutturals dagesh so uh, uh, um, uh, so uh, um, uh, particularly in Bavel they were more particular about uh, pronouncing both gutturals and dageshim. Question, what about all this types of these languages? Remove her, um, abandon her, unbind her, um, let, leave her alone, uh, be useful to her, um, do her, do to her according to the law. Uh, what are this, uh, these languages of uh, divorce or are they too ambiguous? So we don't answer most of them except for one, Peshot Miahada, Tetanya Asula Kadat, Asula Kenimus, Asula Karaoi, Lo Amar Kelum. If the husband says, do, do to her according to the law, according to this Nimos is from Greek, Nomos. 
Again, means a law, madur um, as is appropriate. This is not a language of divorce, so not, the other ones are not as clear. It makes a difference. See, if you use ambiguous language that might be a get um, or maybe not a get, then you'd have, he'd have to go and give a get another get misafek. And she is, she might be divorced. If she's married to a Kohen, she wouldn't be able to go back to him. If uh, he died without children, she would have to do Chalitza. Um, whereas if Lo Amar means it's zero and she doesn't, right, she's to- fully married to the, to the, uh, to the husband and uh, would not need uh, a get. Well, if they still want to get divorced, they can get a get, but they can just remain married. Um, and if uh, she is, uh, he is a Kohen, they can remain married because it's not a get at all. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen v'amen.